So I would say experiment, don't be afraid and don't dismiss things quickly would be part of that experimentation is how can you tweak it? It's almost, it's a game. Entrepreneurship is a game, right? And we all want to win at it. And we all want to find ways to be successful and to 10 up our competitors. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today, Abby Elizabeth Ruth of ER Marketing Services. Elizabeth, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Gresh. Yes, super excited to have you on and talk about all the awesome things that you're working on. And of course, before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Elizabeth so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Elizabeth is the owner and chief copywriter for ER Marketing ER Marketing Services. The agency empowers business owners to attract incredible clients, connect with their audience, and establish their industry authority. Elizabeth and her team specialize in designing marketing strategies and writing content for websites, blog posts, social media, emails, and newsletters. Elizabeth, great to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I sure am. Awesome. Well, let's get it started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Okay. Um, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> when, when I first started my career out of university, I was a professional fundraiser. And I was in charge of hundreds of millions of dollars for capital campaign projects, new buildings and equipment for universities and hospitals. And what I really loved about that job was helping people connect with each other because we'd have our volunteer team and they would have influential and affluential you know, affluence over their friends who also would have a connection and finding those common threads of stories so that the right volunteer was talking to the right potential donor. Because we all know, even in business or donations, you're really supporting people. Yes, ultimately, it may be a building, but that building serves students or patients. And it's the stories that thread us all together. And once I realized that, so fast forward, had kids, had a home daycare for 10 years. That was just, I wanted to be home to raise my children. And it was time to go back into the workforce. And I thought, what did I love about corporate that I I don't want to do now? Because that was a first one in, last one out. My lifestyle had changed. Um. And I just thought, you know, well, how can I still help people tell their stories and make a difference in their world that they're in? And that is how I landed on the marketing agency. I actually have a side project. My passion project is the um, the Ruthless Crafter, where I knit and crochet character hats and I write children's books to tell each character's story. So there's a thread here. I love story time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, because I was doing that for myself, I really wanted to help 
other businesses differentiate themselves, tell their stories in fun and compelling ways so that they're not just standing on a corner saying, buy from me, buy from me. No, they're making authentic connections and relationships while they're networking with current, past, and potential customers. Nice. I absolutely love, 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 you know, everything that you're doing and hearing about your journey and and hearing how that common thread kind of even came through, even from, I imagine just, you know, running the preschool as well too. I imagine story time is probably a really popular time for you uh, to be able to kind of, you know, tell those stories and kind of captivate your audience then. Absolutely. And tapping into imagination. That was really big in the home daycare. Imaginative play, because as we learn from we're very small, we have imaginary friends, or we take a stick and that becomes our sword, or it becomes so many things, the potential in one simple item for what it could be. Awesome. 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 I love it. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more. I know, I know we talked, uh, talked a little bit about like how you serving your clients, how you're working with them. Could you take us through a little bit more about that, what that looks like and how you're serving the clients you work with? Yes. One of the biggest problems that I have had with people when they come to me is they're just so overwhelmed. Essentially, we have a business. You have to tell people about it or else you're just working in your office for fun. You're pushing papers, but you're not making money. So we need to tell what we do and how that helps people, why they would want to choose you over maybe the other competitors that they are doing their initial research for. And because they're overwhelmed, they don't have a lot of time. What we have done is we can do a month's worth of digital marketing for you. We will start with a blog post, write it out. And it's based on either a client case study. We can you know, share as many details or make it as private and anonymous as you like. Um, but really the evergreen content that describes maybe the why, the pain points or details that describe your products or services. And once we have that, so the reason why we do blog posts is because when you have current content on your website, it boosts it and Google or the other search engines will browse it again. That's the whole reason why we're doing that. And also we're using a keyword phrase to attract people to your website in different ways because someone, let's say you're a wedding planner, someone may look up wedding coordinator. Well, someone else may look up wedding planner or someone else may look up day of coordinator. And we can have different blog posts that target each of those keywords so that we're just attracting them in different ways of how they're searching for us. Then what we do is we take that blog post, we chop it up and we make it into standalone social media posts. And then you're really able to take that nugget, dive into the content and share it with people in digestible ways that also show your authority in the industry that you know what you're talking about and you are the right choice. And finally, we take that blog post and we create an email because that's where your past, current and potential clients are living and we need to keep those leads warm. So then when you're ready to put out an offer, let's just use the event planner example again. I have in July and August, I have three wedding spaces available. If you're planning it, get booked now. And because your list gets, they're your VIPs, they have first writer refusal. They're warmed up because you've been communicating with them regularly. They know what you do. They know how you can help them. 
then when you make the ask, you're more likely to fill those spots with people who love you already. I love it. So would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Is it that ability to not just, you know, I guess, connect the dots between somebody who has that products or services, but also to be able to tell that in a compelling and engaging way, as you said so well? Yes, I would say that is definitely unique about us because often, um, well, especially CEOs who are solopreneurs or have a very small team and it's tasked to them. They just think, oh, social media, and they just focus on social media. So they're not maximizing, oh, but I have this idea (laughs) and a story and spend the time once, and then I can maximize it. They understand the concept, but to put it into practice is often a little confusing to them. Yeah, absolutely. And I always feel, and I don't know if you find the same thing with it, with clients as well, too, that sometimes having, um, you know, fresh eyes, for lack of a better term, is a really good way to like, sometimes we can't see or even explain our own genius. We need somebody else to kind of extract that from us to help us so that we are actually communicating with and connecting with the people that we want to see walk through the the virtual or literally physical door, I guess. Absolutely. Think about when you go to a doctor's appointment and they start using the terms and, you know, they're using a fancy word for the flu. And you're like, what are you talking about? And then they say the flu and you're like, oh, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Right. So it's the same thing when we are in our zone of what we know so well, we can use industry specific terms that the general audience who's looking for what we offer they don't connect to it. So because the I and the team are in arm's length, we can make it really accessible. We can use accessible language that they understand. Yes, if only that was the case. But I think that's what, you know, so beautiful about, I think when people really, you know, showcase and understand the excellence of what it is that they do is even though it might look fluid and natural and quote unquote easy to them, like you, you, you know, you, you alluded to is the the years and the play and the experimentation that it took for you to get to where you are now, but also to just really, you know, wanting to spend that time in your craft and, and being able to kind of translate that to the clients that you're working with. So absolutely appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and you might have sure already touched on this, but I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So it could Mm -hmm. be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, my systems. I've been called a systems genius. I love (laughs) it. My (laughs) clients and my friends, and they're always like, how would you do this? And and they like to to, um, pick my brain on how, how to workflow. So I see big picture, but then I see really detailed. And I'm going to say that Asana works really well. Trello, anything like that Monday, but I personally choose Asana because I can have the big project goal, but then all of the subtasks in there to make it happen. And as well, I do have a team now. It makes our systems and processes very fluid because it's kind of hot potato for some projects. You know, okay, you write the blog, then you edit the blog, then you do the graphics, then you do this, then make it sure it's scheduled so that we don't drop any of the, um, you know, key things that need to happen to make our clients happy. Appreciate you sharing that, you know, that, that system and, and what you use as a CEO hack. And um, I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. You might've already touched on this as well too, but this is a little bit more of word of wisdom or a piece of advice, something you might tell your favorite client, or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yes. Uh, give yourself as the CEO permission to experiment. And that's not only 
coming up with the concepts, but analyzing what's working and what's not. So often I have clients who, I don't know, have a goal, they want to grow their social media. So we start the process, but if you don't give it a couple of months, it's not immediate. It's a long game marketing because you need to test. Are people responding to videos of the CEO or, or the whoever the visual spokesperson is for the brand? Or are they responding to still photos? Are they responding to stock photos or to custom photos? Carousels, you know, which are multiple photos that people have to shift through or text do they answer questions if that if your audience is not answering questions what are they responding to what's getting them excited and that's from the um the platform's analytics as well as what you're actually hearing on the ground from your comments and your engagement so I would say experiment, don't be afraid and don't dismiss things quickly would be part of that experimentation is how can you tweak it? It's almost, it's a game. Entrepreneurship is a game, right? And we all want to win at it. And we all want to find ways to be successful and to 10 up our competitors. So that is part of the experiment, whether it's marketing or anything else that you are trying to move forward on a new product, a new service. It may not work first thing, but how can you tweak it? Maybe you just haven't expressed what the problem is and why people would want it well. So it's hard to know at what level, you know, um, for a product-based business, is it the photos? Fix your photos. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> is it the price? And you do one thing at a time as well. Don't do too many things at once or else you won't know where the problem has been. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Elizabeth, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CEO to me means freedom. And that's freedom to play, freedom to learn, freedom to help, and also to do it on my terms. <laughs> As I've gotten older, I don't want to listen to other people's, you know, <laughs> rules and flows. I want to create my own. And seeing those, sometimes my experience in the corporate world was a little limiting because I had other people's boundaries. Whereas being an entrepreneur has given me permission to think outside of the box and to actually try and reach for the possibilities that I dream up when I'm in the shower or on a walk. Awesome. 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 Well, Elizabeth, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get out of you, find about all the awesome things you and team are working on. Now, in terms of digital marketing, if you're not sure where to go next with your marketing, I've actually designed a quiz. It's up to 10 questions and it will tell you what to start with. You can find it on my website and that's where you can contact me at ermarketingservices.com. The quiz is everywhere. It'll pop up. Um, but if you're interested in connecting about possibly getting your digital media done in less than an hour a month of your time, <laughs> hit my contact page and you'll immediately be sent a link to my calendar so we can set a time to chat.
Absolutely. And of course, to make it even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes. I appreciate you and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you so much for having me, Gresham, and for everyone here. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.